0: My name is Max, his name is Billy Goat, and welcome to the Any Given Thursday podcast. Um, We're here previewing the round of 16 in both the Europa and Europa Conference Leagues. We're getting down to brass tacks here. This is the real shit.
1: Yeah, this is when the tournament really starts picking up. We've gotten rid of some of the smaller clubs, and all of these teams look like they could be. Yeah, get those fuckers out of here. Yeah, Yeah, who needs to talk about them? That's totally not the reason we started the podcast. Not at all.
0: We want to talk about United and Arsenal Juventus. <laughs> Great. Cheaters. Yeah. Um, Should let's just get right into it, huh? Yeah. Let's I, don't, I don't have right any in. opening segments, so fuck it.
1: No, I don't either. Should we All start right. with... uh Let's just get this out of the way, is we won't be talking about Lazio versus azed today unfortunately yeah because the game is gonna happen basically right when we get off of the podcast so it kind of know the
0: result when we release this tomorrow on um, which is today to you which yeah. is wednesday
1: yeah so there's no reason for us to talk about it i was wednesday the i just landed
0: in la let me know how it is oh yeah that's gonna be fun for
1: you, you yeah to watch these games over in west
0: coast time you know it nice and early um probably on my phone yeah Anyway, yeah, what do you, what do you think is going to happen in that? Just briefly. Briefly, right?
1: I think at home, I expect Lazio to get the result, but I don't know. I don't think it'll be by enough to kind of seal the deal and make the second game unimportant. I think it'll go yeah. down to the last second in the yeah. second game.
0: AZ uh, still plugging along in, in the Eredivisie, third place, narrowly just a few points behind leaders Feyenoord and second place Arsenal. So, you know, they're pretty good. See what happens. Did you say second place Arsenal? Uh second place Ajax. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Arsenal uh so much Arsenal hate on the brand these yeah. guys. They're also not in second place anyway. So no, they are not, but you know, that's but they're at but you know, they yeah. will be. They'll end Ooh. up in second place. Ooh. Oh, hot, hot cake. cake. Hot cake. Uh let's uh go ahead and properly start though with Leverkusen. We'll start with the 12:45 windows. Mm-hmm. That's all. again, this is Eastern Time. Yeah. It'll be 9:45 for me. Yeah,
1: 9:45 uh, for you in LA. 6:45. Local time, I believe, in Germany. I don't know. It's either six or seven hours ahead of us. Yeah, who gives
0: a shit? Uh, Leverkusen, Beneshvaros, kick us off at twelve forty-five in Deutschland.
1: Yeah, so this one Leverkusen gonna come in heavy, heavy favorites, especially at home. Mm -hmm. But I think this could be a more exciting game, stylistic wise, than people would expect. I think you come here like Frankfurt is gonna totally sit back, but they're not a team that loves sitting back. So I think they'll have to push a little bit against Leverkusen just for their own play style. They haven't lost in 12 games. Uh, Leverkusen
0: are very leaky at times. (laughs) Yeah,
1: no clean sheets in eight games for Leverkusen right now. So I think there's a chance here for it to be an exciting game, even if Leverkusen win by more than a few I'm distracted
0: because the dog was just going to town on his penis oh man <laughs> why do you say this? <laughs> it's true I'm just watching it right now how could I focus on Leverkusen when the when I'm watching that um but yeah I think it's possible Leverkusen can ship a couple in this tie but also um you know if you since the world cup generally they've been in quite scintillating form yeah with the uh odd beating here and there because mm-hmm. that's just the way it works in Germany I guess um and with all their guys fit and ready to go, we say okay. all their
1: guys are fit, but Frimpong oh, Frim uh, is going to miss this game. Mitchell Bacher is suspended. potentially missing. Yeah, Palacios is suspended. Andrich is suspended. Frimpong is a tough one, but Frimpong is a tough one. Um, but
0: you I, didn't know, know, so I, didn't I know he got hurt.
1: Yeah, I think it happened relatively recently.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, I mean, they should still be able. To... Leverkusen's backup should be able to win this game. Uh, and Flurry Inverts, we've talked about endlessly because he's amazing and super exciting to watch. So I think it's a game that would be more worthy to check out than maybe some of the others that might have bigger team names in them. But I still think Leverkusen should take care of business. I haven't yeah, I don't know if
0: I entirely agree with that. I think they're going to be comfortable winners here for one.
1: Okay. Next game we have is one of the bigger ones, Roma versus Real Sociedad. Max, what do you think about this game?
0: i think roma are annoyingly collecting points steadily mm-hmm. and actually come into this fixture the team in better form somehow yeah. um sociedad you know looked like world beaters for many months um the last month they finally hit kind of like uh uh i guess you could call it a rougher patch um they've lost to some bad teams <laughs> yeah in the in la liga they've uh they've just they've just finally slowed a little bit um they've lost their momentum even though you know they've got Orjazabal back from injury finally um obviously Undock is still out mm-hmm. for the rest of the season but i don't know they just look like they a little bit like i think if you compare them to Newcastle in the premier league um for those of us who are are most england inclined um i think that's a decent comp right now it's like mm-hmm. a team like maybe doesn't have the squad to actually compete with the top 2 or three in their league, yeah. um, on a long-term basis, but have put together a really good project. Obviously, Sociedad is much more likable, given that they have a <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they don't don't have own, richest they... owners in world football. Yeah. uh, but uh, yeah, I think. But sometimes so... you just like you know your patterns get a, can get a little stale. You could hit a little bit of that wall, like mm-hmm. you know, in the entering that final third of the season. So that's kind of what Sociedad are up against. Um, Roma, meanwhile, are just do what they do just slightly better than they had been doing it previously. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, you know, lump balls into Tammy, and sometimes you score and win 1-0. Yeah. Well, they tried doing something
1: different against Juventus. They put the ball up top, uh, and yeah. it didn't work much. They didn't create anything. Uh, won, but though.
0: they won. Yeah. They won the Cato Derby. They scored without... Uh, it was Mancini. Without Tammy on the field, It yeah. was Mancini, of, of all, all people. people yeah. It was
1: a beautiful shot, just a rocket. Yeah. He scores that maybe once in his career, yeah. though. Yeah, so and like, the best
0: thing about it was the all the... Great memes and gifs that inspired of Jose yeah. looking up for his, Tammy is next to him, about to come on the pitch. Runs onto the field in celebration. Yeah. Jose looks up from whatever he's scribbling with his assistant, looks mm-hmm. right back down, keeps scribbling, <laughs> no reaction. <laughs> yeah, classic. This is one I think Jose both has the biggest reactions to goals in the history of the sport I mean... and the least reactions to yeah. The goals. Yeah, I this he covers is... the whole spectrum. This is
1: one where you know, I a couple weeks ago I probably would have said so. she had Dad? even in rome would take this but just offensively they haven't been doing much and i can't see them creating a ton so i think this is going to be one that ends either like a nil nil or one nil yeah. i'm going to give the edge to roma because they're at home oh interesting so just because they're the home team in this leg i feel like that's a little bit of an advantage and we'll see in the second leg i think second leg i'd still favor
0: sociedad but again like a one nil or a nil nil i think it's yeah. going to be kind of i i'm going to take sociedad one nil here okay um yeah, I agree that it. I agree that it's not going to be flush with chances. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, it'll, and that it that I also agree that it'll come down to uh, how how well Sociedad can hold out at, at the Olympico yeah. the week after.
1: Uh, let's talk about Sporting and Arsenal next. Arsenal, who came back in incredible fashion against Bournemouth. Oh, yeah, I, I don't I, know if you saw that.
0: Uh, I don't remember, I don't remember yeah, that. Yeah, but also, all I remember is that they conceded two goals to Bournemouth. At home. I know that's what. Whoa. Honestly, one of the things I was thinking, I don't about... know what happened after that because I, you know, I, they were not really on my radar. So I can neither confirm nor deny that anything happened after that, after mm-hmm. they went down to yeah. One
1: of the things I <laughs> keep thinking about when everybody's talking about how great and magical that comeback was, was if you were playing Sporting, of sporting instead of Bournemouth, oh, yeah. <laughs> you're probably down more than two. Maybe. And it's going to be a lot harder to score three goals and a half against Sporting than it is against Bournemouth. That being said, it was a championship type performance and scoring late with Reese Nelson of all people is a pretty impressive thing to do we'll
0: keep having shit like that happen. yeah we don't deserve this I they do um,
1: feel a little bit like that destined team but yep. destined I, one one the one way to Premier look at it is that
0: one way to look at it is, is that they're wobbling yeah <laughs> they, they are they cons- can i saw it. a stat that since i think it's like since the before the world cup break they're conceding like uh half of the big chances that they're conceding post the world cup mm-hmm. so you can't see there's like a little the game's are a little more in doubt. Um, they're still finding ways to win, but they're not quite as impenetrable as they were the first couple months yeah. of the season. Sporting has picked up form a little bit, mm-hmm. like since we saw them last. You know, obviously they demolished Michelin in that in, in the away leg, yeah, um, partially thanks to a really stupid red card. Um, but you know, they won. They beat two like the team. I mean, they beat, I guess, Vittoria, I think no. Mm-hmm. Who did they beat? Oh no, never mind. They, I mean, they beat I... a couple teams like. Like near the bottom of the table deal. yeah yeah so it's like and and by a total of a goal differential of like three mm-hmm. goals to nil but so no goals allowed but no goals allowed so you know obviously they've had a little bit of a rough go of it this season in the league for their standards 15 point back points back of leaders benfica who to be fair are absolute world leaders these days mm-hmm. um but they're you know not even in the top three right now brock just five points ahead of them with as many games played so um i don't really know what to expect from them i guess it's kind of hard to know how well they can cope with what Arsenal has to offer. Um, I guess the other question is like, now that we're back in the swing of things of, you know, frequently playing in midweek, whether that's a makeup league game or a cup game or, yeah. or a Europa league game. Um, at what point does that start taking a toll on either of these sides that, well, Arsenal is obviously super great. They don't have quite the rotational options that. Yeah. I was going to uh, bring that up,
1: especially with some of the injuries they've had. Like yeah. Jesus is still out. Yeah. And he and has not... to carry
0: a lot of load in that, in that striker I mean, and position. He's
1: listed as doubtful on yeah. most sites. Like most sites are saying he's maybe dealing with some injuries. Trossard went out in the game against Bournemouth right in the first half.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then El neni's already been out. Uh, so definitely some Here's issues. Play, as... anyway. Yeah. But you know, it's just another depth piece that yeah. they don't really have access to and yeah, definitely some issues, especially up front for them. But according to this site, Guarte Garte is suspended, which he's my favorite player on Sporting, so that's a shame. Yeah, but and I think that could be a difference maker because I really want to see him what he can do against mm. you know, a big team like Arsenal. I think he could be really, really special. I have this one going down as a two nil for Arsenal. I think I got even two one. Yeah, even with the rotation, I think they're they're, better. they're just a better team right now.
0: Let's move on to Union Berlin and Union Saint-Gilois, the return of the Union Derby. Um, Much to all our dismays, I think, because we wanted these teams to get a chance to play somebody new. Yeah, Um, Maybe somebody bigger, earn a little extra money Mm -hmm. in revenue.
1: Um, Especially for Union Saint-Gilois, who are one of the smallest teams left. Yeah. In the competition, like for them to have the chance to go to mm-hmm. a team with a massive stadium. Yeah.
0: And also this this being as far as I think either I mean, the Union of Berlin has ever been in a yeah. European tournament and the farthest St. Joe's has been since like what like the fifties? Yeah. So <laughs> Um, it's a shame that one that they have to knock each other out. But um I don't know, we've seen this the, the first leg is a, it is in Berlin. Mm-hmm. Um and we've seen St. Joe's already once this year go into Go into the, the Forest Stadium, yeah. Um, and and take a one nil result. So it's not like it's beyond them. That being said, they did lose, as we mentioned, uh, uh, last time we recorded, they did lose their best striker, yeah. um, in January, which is a shame. Mm-hmm. So they're they're maybe not uh firing on all offensive cylinders. That said, they're still in second place in the league. Yeah. Um. And but they know, have... they've dropped a couple results recently. Yeah, I was going to
1: say they have fallen away from Gank a little yeah. bit, especially they had so, a again. It doesn't really
0: matter game but... as long as you <sighs> you know or because yeah. they when they have yeah. the points and yeah, at the end chance. of the season, they'll yeah. have
1: a chance to come back. They but it was just a, it was a bad three game run for them against it was, yeah. uh,
0: three losses in a row.
1: The Edge, Western, and Antwerp, who are all top half teams, right? Yeah, not terrible opponents, but you know, not winning any of those three kind of pushed them off of the regular season title race i guess is how we'll
0: talk about it until they do their little split yeah and Um, you know van zier is like was their leading scorer yeah um so it's just going to be it's just going to be a bit of a tough place for them to be um but you know we've seen them be sort of gritty and and absolutely overcome these sorts of things before union isn't Unión berlin is in quite good form um, despite getting thrashed at Bayern, which you know you can't really blame them too much for that. Um, so but again, but they're not I'd say they're in good form. They've Well, scored, they're in fine form. They've scored in one of their last
1: five games. <laughs> it was they did put three past Ajax, but still, that's only they've been shut out by Ajax, shut out yeah. by Schalke, shut out by Bayern. They haven't been shut out by
0: Ajax though. They called it bullshit. Yeah, bull, I, agree with you, I agree with you.
1: Um, but but I, I see your point. It's the Schalke and the Köln ones that are more concerning because you know Bayern, whatever Bayern or Bayern, Bayern yeah. are the arguably one's the best team in the game. The Schalke one's pretty bad. The Schalke one and the Köln one because those teams just sat back. They just stopped coming at Union mm-hmm. Berlin, and if Saint Gilwada decide we want to sit back, they could totally get out of these games nil nil and or grab a a goal on the counter, right? Or just like a. One goal throughout the game, or even take it to penalties if they need to. So I think if I'm looking at Union Berlin, I'm looking at you need to learn how to break down teams that sit back against you. Because the more and more you're in these positions, the more and more teams are going to start trying to sit back against yeah. you.
0: I mean, we've seen imp- a lot of improvement from them in that, yeah, in, that think, in this season in general. Yeah, I think they can adapt. Uh, to that. Which is why they're still only three points eventually. off the, you know, Bayern and Dortmund in mm-hmm. the league, um, in third place. But um, yeah, we've, again we've seen. St. Joe was able to frustrate them once before so yeah. um I'm still gonna lean Berlin here I think you know I wouldn't be surprised to see them get a goal from a set piece and also the other thing to note is other than the Bayern game they like haven't conceded in any of those five
1: games yeah they conceded one to Ajax but that was yeah you know that was, yeah. they were already up 2-0 at that point yeah
0: yeah so, so they, they basically don't concede goals still yeah um so I mean this is like We've already made a lot of fun of Berlin for 1-0 results in this competition. Yeah. Um. So I think it's possible this is just another one of them.
1: Yeah, I agree. I have it down as a 1-0. Also, because yeah. it'd be kind of funny if they yeah. played four games and all of them ended 1-0. You know
0: what? I think it's going to be 2-0. I changed my Whoa.
1: mind. Oh. I changed my mind, so oh. we have different results. 2-0. Yeah. That's it. All right. Let's move on to the three o'clock slated games. The first one, we have Juventus against Freiburg, which will be in Italy. And you know who won't be there? Your mom? Uh, which probably won't be, but also a lot of Freiburg fans that bought tickets will not be because they bought tickets by buying UVA memberships to get tickets for the non away section. So, you revoked all those tickets that were bought because Did they
0: give them the money back, yeah. Okay, good because you can't go
1: and pretend <laughs> yeah. to be UVA members to buy tickets. So, there's gonna be you know uh, less Freiburg fans than. Probably would wouldn't have be that been, many Juventus. Yeah, yeah. I know it's a weekday <laughs> game in Juventus. <laughs> <laughs> this stadium does not fill up very often, uh, but you know the form Di Maria's been in. I think he could be the difference maker, one hundred percent. Player of the week last uh, time against Nantes, where he had his hat trick and one of the best goals of the competition all season. Mm-hmm. So I expect him to be in fine form. But I don't know. I've been very very frustrated with Juventus all year because you look at the guys they have and they should be able to play great attacking soccer and they just don't
0: mm-hmm.
1: Allegri just sits back he says we're not going to allow any chances but we're not going to create any chances and yeah that'll work against teams like Nantes where they have one player who can win a game for them and it might work against Freiburg because outside of Grifo I don't know if they have anybody else that can like win a game for you or score a goal out of nothing Greg but who might not be playing he's out, he's yeah. out with
0: an illness apparently
1: yeah So I just like, I think it could work against Freiburg. I think it can work against Nantes. But we've seen, since Allegri came back, I think they have four four positive results against the top six in Serie A. Yeah. In his two and a half years now. It's a terrible record. And I think we'll see it as we get later in the competition. When they come up against teams like Arsenal or United or even Roma, who have multiple players that can have these individual moments of brilliance and win a game for you out of nothing... Juventus don't have the ability to counteract that because that's how they are trying to win the game is by having those individual moments of brilliance. So I don't see them going deep in the tournament unless Allegri completely changes his entire philosophy, which at this point I don't think he will. Mm-hmm.
0: And I think this is a big opportunity for Freiburg because they, I mean, if they can keep this in touching distance, mm-hmm. going back with that with that home crowd yeah. in a week, um, and Juve's dicey record could be a very scary place for. The... <laughs> yeah um to visit. I think it's tough without Grigorich, who's their best attacking player if you don't include Grifo, who's not technically
1: Yeah, Grifo's like te- like a technically midfielder. a midfielder, but um but I mean, also even, um, that, even if you include Grifo, yeah Gregorich could still be their best attacking player. Yeah, yeah,
0: Grifo's a beast, he has twelve goals and four assists just in the Bundesliga this season. That's yeah. pretty wild as like an attacking midfielder. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um so and as one who's never really been known for Delivering at high levels, like yeah, so he's just having a great season.
0: Let's see what sort of uh, what sort of like, midfield, combatancy Juve are able to to throw at him there, yeah. um, because that battle might be key to see to seeing how if Freiburg can get anything out of this, um, I, it's just something I just don't trust you. How can you trust Juve? You know, I totally get that. How can you I trust Juve? Listen. I think like Vlajic will probably score, but. You know freiburg is isn't exactly like a defensive slash either mm-hmm. um they're not you know typically conceding more than a goal in a game, yes yeah. sp- save for the you know the random German result um but so i I don't think there i don't think you there's any way in which Juve puts this out of touch here no i'm I agree i just I actually let me rephrase that there is a way, but I don't think it'll happen yeah I think it's gonna be like two one
1: I have it as a two 0 which I don't think is out of touch, yeah, All right, but I do. Juventus in big situations have players who you can rely on. And ironically, one of them is Adrian Rabio, who like will criticize all the time because against man. mid-table teams, he's gonna do something stupid and play so horribly and cost some points. Yeah, put that guy. But he shows up in big games. Di Maria, you can trust him in big games. He's got tons of experience. You know, he's gonna know how to handle this situation. So I think relying on those guys can help them. Because Freiburg don't really have anybody who's been deep in these European competitions before. No, this is all new for them. Yeah. And do you remember at the start of the year when we were previewing the group stage and talking about Freiburg? Really, I just and I said, I don't know if if Grifo is your best goal scorer, if you can go deep in any competition. We're gonna find out. Boy was I wrong.
0: We're gonna find out.
1: I think I already undersold. You're already wrong. I think I I already undersold them. I mean I thought there was no way they finish above like seventh in the Bundesliga. Yeah. They're currently in fifth, so yeah, I'm going to go hold up my hands and say I was wrong about. Yeah, Christian Stryker Friberg is kind old. of a monster. Yeah.
0: Longest tenured coach in the league in the Bundesliga. Yeah. Um, by some distance, I think.
1: Now. Yeah, I don't think there's that um, many super long tenured coaches. Yeah, he's got to be one itself. of the
0: longest tenured coaches in all in the top five know. leagues, actually. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know. We don't need to go down a rabbit hole with that. Um, yeah. You should I just, just go to listen to my Freiburg uh, club spotlight we did in the fall yeah but he's been there since 2011 i want to say yeah i was just gonna go check the year it was 2011 2011 and he was an assistant for four years before then yeah and, so, and played there when he was younger and was their u19 <laughs> coach their U19 coach, yeah. 95 to 2011 he's freiburg through and through baby yeah
1: Jesus um Christ. go listen and to that club spotlight it's pretty 16 good. 16 years as a u19 coach yeah we've yeah. talked
0: about all this before
1: i know I was, um, it's just always astounding
0: yeah it's just a cool thing about freiburg is that they're like they're like, no matter, I mean, they've been down in that time. They've been in Europe in that time. Yeah. In that de- last decade plus. It's like, they're just not, they're just, they just trust them. Yeah, they trust they Trust their guy. They, he gets the club. He's their guy, yeah. yeah. And it's kind of nice. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I think they have a real chance in this time. Yeah. I know, I'm, I'm inevitably going to be disappointed when Juve pulls some bullshit, but. <laughs> yeah. You know, as bad as Juve have looked, and as much as we should on them, they, without the 15-point league deduction, they'd still be in second. Yeah. So, <laughs> not in Serie a, which is ridiculous, but. <clears throat> Excuse me. We're gonna not have put, to not cut, cut that, that out. out. Not cutting that out Uh-oh. unless you want to do the editing. No, um, I'm fine. I let's move on to Sevilla Fenerbahce. Oh, you're just going to
1: skip over United Betis? But I was going to end with it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I guess we're going out of order.
0: Uh-huh.
1: All right. Yeah, Sevilla Fenerbahce. Sevilla still not not great. They looked like they might be turning a page on their season, but and
0: they crashed back into the into the the race for the bottom three. Yeah. Um, over the weekend. Losses. They they conceded six to Atletico Atletico yeah <laughs> not not a team renowned for their I think I saw
1: this, attack but
0: apologies if this is wrong mm-hmm. but I think I saw that Atletico have only scored five or more goals like five or six times in Simeone's entire you know yeah. thing there which you know doesn't sound that surprising on the surface but then if you compare that to like you know, other top coaches and top teams in Europe. Especially with how long he's been there. It happens a lot. Hell, yeah. Tottenham scored five plus with Jose. Yeah. <laughs> multiple times. And it's, yeah. it's doable. They have been a lot better offensively
1: since Drow Felix left,
0: ironically. And uh Memphis Depay arrived. You mean, Yeah, that is the real thing. The real thing. Fair point. They didn't have a fucking striker.
1: <laughs> but... Yeah, not a good look for Sevilla, who were coming off a loss to Osuna as well.
0: So back-to-back beatings. Throws them back into the box. Bu- yeah. This is a great stat I read the other day. Uh, I'm not going to remember the source. I apologize. I think it might have been, uh, you know, Sid Lowe and Spanish football podcast. Mm-hmm. Those guys. Um, That Sevilla have, in like 43 or 44 games, they've played away from home against Madrid, Atletico Madrid and Barcelona. And since 2008, since December 2008, they have won zero times. Jesus. They have drawn 10 or 11 and they've lost 33. Wow. <laughs> With a negative 80 to 86 goal difference yeah. in those games. So not, they've, not, they've literally never won away from home against the top team not in great. Spain. In, in in their best, like objectively the best period of their club's <laughs> history. That's wild to me. That is insane. They've won s- five Europa Leagues in that time. Yeah. In that In that period. And cause... they finished in the top four so many of those years. Yeah. And that's a wild stat. And last year, remember they were in the title race for a while. A long time. They looked yeah. like the only team that was going to push Madrid for the title and they just faded tapered off at the end. And now they're in this position. And you're in the point where I like you can't say they're too big to go down at this point. No. Um I mean it would be crazy
1: if they and Valencia both go down in the same year, be but
0: Looks this is like the wildest relegation possible.
1: battle in Spain I can ever remember. Like, are still only negative one goal difference. Yeah, no, I mean, but between play. between
0: nineteenth and twelfth, there's five points. Yeah, like anybody could go down. I mean, anyone from Mallorca
1: down. I don't could yeah. probably go down. Mallorca are only six points clear. Oh, for from sure. Relegation in tenth. Yeah, you half know, the like, league
0: could go down. It's a wild year in in.
1: Yeah, and it's not the only league like that. The Premier League, league is also has like great that. relegation I think
0: twelfth uh, to twentieth is six points. Yeah. Um
1: Really, really exciting relegation battles in Europe this year. But Sevilla might be looking ahead level to their... on points
0: with 18th Maria. Yeah,
1: who they play crazy. over the weekend?
0: Absolutely, and crazy. might need
1: to be looking ahead to that relegation six-pointer. Yeah. So, um, but that said, it's Sevilla Europe. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> you have never bet against them. Um,
0: who fucking knows what's gonna happen?
1: Benabacha have been unbeaten in their last seven. Yeah, as well. So they've been keeping the pressure on. They're
0: the only team pushing Galatasaray yeah, at this point. Who have moment. been exceptional this lose. year. They can't I mean, lose.
1: Yeah, they could just ignore all the FFP rules since they didn't make Europe. And
0: yeah, they <laughs> just spent a ton of
1: money. Yeah. So it brought in a lot of great players. So Galatasaray, nearly impossible to catch. But mm-hmm. Fenerbahce looked like the second-best team in Turkey. I I know you should never bet against Sevilla, so I will regret
0: my If you're going to bet
1: against Sevilla. I'm going to bet against Sevilla. Oh, I'm I going 2-0 Fenerbahce. This isn't the same Sevilla. And they're almost no, definitely going to win now, aren't they?
0: They're definitely gonna win. I'm gonna take Sevilla two one in this game. It doesn't mean I think they're gonna get through this tie. I think just because it's yeah. the home leg.
1: Oh yeah, dude. Road Sevilla. I feel like there's no chance for Road Sevilla to yeah. get out with. Oh
0: yeah, definitely with not. A win.
1: Definitely not. I'm yeah.
0: taking Sevilla two one in this
1: one though. If they don't win this tie, I think by two goals at least. I think I don't. see. Yeah, you see, it. they all
0: they they had a moment there where they were about to blow it to PSV. Yeah, two weeks ago.
1: Though. I I would say Fennabacher about to, are at least PSV level.
0: Maybe. I don't know. It's hard to say.
1: A PSV who had sold a bunch of their players yes. and were in transition. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I think generally PSV are probably better, but
0: Yeah. yeah. Let's it's do uh teams. should we do Shakhtar and Feyenoord?
1: Yeah, let's do that one. Woohoo. So these two teams actually have played in the Champions League group stage before. Oh wow. Which we. I thought was interesting because it doesn't scream like Champions League matchup, but that's the only place they've played before. And Shakhtar won both of those games. So maybe so a that's... indicator of talent? Probably not, because Shakhtar have a totally different roster. And Fyenord also totally also different different <laughs> roster. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I could not mean less, David. <laughs> I know. That's why I brought it up. Uh, you know what could mean less, though? The fact that Finord have not lost a competitive game since October 27th. Pretty good. That's a long time.
0: It's pretty good. They're yeah. still first place in the era of easy. Mm-hmm. They're holding firm. I think it's two points. They're just eking out Ajax right now. They just have to keep winning. Yeah. They play Ajax, I think, in April. Yeah, could be, that's be
1: that could be a huge game.
0: I literally couldn't tell you the last time someone other than IX or PSV won the league, and
1: we could probably look it up, but nope. I, that, that, I, don't I don't really want like it. to right now. So we'll just say it's been. It feels like it's been a while. It has been a while. Yeah.
0: it's been. I want to hazard a guess and say it's been over ten years.
1: I would agree. I would assume that's right.
0: All right, talk. Say something smart while I do this. Okay. While I look this up. So
1: Shakhtar did look very, very impressive against a strong Ren team, who were a lot of people's kind of dark horse pick to go deep in the tournament uh so definitely a chance for the Shakhtar team especially with the speed they can put in attack which I think when you look at their roster and you're like I mean, whoa it's a bunch
0: dead of dead wrong big... I ordered one in 2017 <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but before that it was 2010 yeah
1: okay so one time in the last decade. Yeah, yeah yeah my yeah, bad, bad, bad my
0: bad my bad yeah.
1: I find um that but you know you look at Shakhtar and I think a lot of people's stereotypes and preconceived notions of eastern European football is that it's you know stagnant, a lot of big guys who are going to win headers and play tough tackling football. But Shakhtar can really run at your defense, and they can really, really make you stretch and get you turned around before putting the ball in the back of the net. So I think there's a, it's going to be tough for Feyenoord to cope with a lot of the speed and technique that Shakhtar have, who also 10 Ukrainians in their starting lineup which is, I just think it's great to yeah. see. I mean, yeah,
0: it makes, sense. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, it makes
1: sense with the situation. Yeah. But it's great to see a team that is so built on local and domestic talent being able to go visit like these bigger teams and bigger leagues and still get results. Yeah, I mean, they yeah, have... It's a good thing for the they're sport. They're still
0: a really well-coached club, you know? Yeah. I think from, like, youth on up. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, I mean, they're probably also... I don't know a lot about this, but they're probably stealing from other... other Absolutely. From all the other clubs, yeah. being the biggest club in the... They're probably days, doing what Bayern
1: does in the Bundesliga yeah. and just hoovering up yeah. talent, especially with Kiev not really being as strong as maybe they've been in the past.
0: Yeah. But you can't argue with the results, though.
1: No, it's pretty fucking great
0: for them. Pretty fucking good at it.
1: Especially a team that historically has been, I don't know, criticize isn't the right ter- term, but noted for their reliance on bringing in players from South America. and, allowing and Mostly to be Brazil. Ba- yeah. Mostly Brazil and being used as a stepping stone into Europe. Uh-huh. They've really pivoted away from that and yeah. are very domestic Depressive. focused right now. Uh, that's I think it's going to be a 1 1 draw. I, I think going to, I'm pretty sure it's in Poland, this one.
0: Isn't it usually with Shakhtar?
1: I'm, yeah, Shakhtar's is the Poland one. And then um, Dnipro, we're in Slovenia.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Right, I believe. I might have that switched. I hope Unfortunately,
0: I'm... I happen to agree with you about the result here. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah, this one's in Warsaw. All
0: right. Now we'll close. Manchester United and Real Betis. Ooh,
1: one of the big draws of this whole group of games.
0: I like big uh, draws. I like big I, draws? I
1: love big draws. A game that might have lost a little bit of luster over the last week and a half, though. Uh, notably for Betis, Canales is going to miss it. And most importantly, Nabil Fakir has torn his ACL. Very sad. And he's done for the year. He was having a great season. Very sad. Huge loss for Betis. But what happened to United over the weekend?
0: Uh, they shipped seven at Anfield. <laughs> yeah, their
1: joint worst
0: result ever. Seven no. against their biggest rivals
1: in well, United's best season in like six seven years. Yeah, it was yeah. a bit.
0: It was a bit staggering to watch actually. Yeah. Um, really, it, it was weird because the first half was like pretty well balanced. United sort of made a marking mistake. Gakpo scores a nice goal. But it was on the balance of play. It was a pretty even first half. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, after that, after Liverpool score or on the other side of halftime, it just unravels really quick. Um, if the ref had added more, like the proper amount of injury time, rather than the three minutes he did, could have been eight. Could have been eight. Could have been eight. Could have been nine. We could have had we had three braces in the game (laughs) from each of the starting front three. Nunez (laughs) Nunez-Sala. And even for Bobby Firmino, who announced he's leaving Liverpool. Yeah, sad. Uh, scored one. Um, United just capitulated. I mean, it was wild. It was. It really looked like like those some of those Solskjaer games mm-hmm. where, you know, they play two or three decent games in a row and, like, kind of look competent again. And then all of a sudden, you know, Spurs puts five or six on them or five yeah. on them, you know. Like, they get a stupid red card. Like, Maguire does something stupid it just looked like one of the it, it it was a little bit startling because it looked it seemed like Ten Hag had sort of solved their um the the issue of their mental fortitude mm-hmm. which had been so half, fragile the last yeah. couple seasons second half they looked fragile and then all those things that had sort of that he'd sort of like you know band-aided and bandaged up since that 4-0 Brentford game back in I think that was September um sort of reared their ugly heads again which I think is a good reminder that a progress isn't linear <laughs>
1: yeah it's not. and
0: B, not even ten hog can solve all the deep-rooted issues at the club in six months yeah i mean um, we're still lucky to end
1: with 11 players on the field too yeah, oh, I mean, bruno should have been sent off bruno should have been sent off luke shaw had like nine or ten yellow card worthy fouls <laughs> mctominy comes in and immediately leaves his boot up on like fabinho's knee uh, i mean there's so many bad fouls and yeah. just not they lost their heads completely they did uh glenn hoddle came out he blamed all the continental and south american players <laughs> yeah. which was like yeah. super racist <laughs> and he definitely should not be doing that on national tv Other,
0: The united pundit guys on sky were like demanding bruno be stripped of his captaincy yeah. it's great i think stuff.
1: that would send a really bad message it's great stuff i don't think
0: it's gonna happen i think i mean ten Hag's already shown like he did in the fall that he's pretty well suited to deal with this sort of thing he handled the ronaldo thing with Really Im- impeccable poise for yeah. a guy that hadn't been at the club very long and was sort of in charge of stabilizing it. Um, yeah, so I wouldn't expect anything else here. I think
1: this is the first time they're facing this type of situation, though, because yeah. I know they got beat bad by City earlier in the season, but that was when Ten Hag had just come there. They're still finding out who they are. No Seven one really said they just won their
0: they... first trophy in the in, yeah, so since 2017. Granted, it was the league cup, but it was still meaningful to them, and mm-hmm. that it had been six years since won a trophy and they're used to winning things a lot yeah. so um right. i think i th- expect that they'll respond with at least a degree of professionalism mm-hmm. that we've seen from them before in these sorts of circumstances this season yeah. um
1: especially when I, you have guys like rashford and casemiro yeah and varan
0: i wonder about he- casemiro either. casemiro i heard that he didn't look properly fit in that game yeah. in anfield and i wonder if there was a little i wonder if he's like like, fit to play 90 minutes. Yeah. I don't know how Thursday. much of that
1: is he actually did get injured early in the game or how much of that is United trying to save yeah. face for Casemiro. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, there was a lot like of
0: stats he in was, that game. Didn't complete, yeah, he didn't complete a single tackle. Well, you game.
1: see it a lot in... Not one tackle. You see it a lot in baseball Yeah, where a pitcher has a really bad game and suddenly he uh-huh. goes on the seven-day DL mm-hmm. and he just wasn't yeah. actually hurt. They were just like, oh, he totally hurt his arm in the first inning. we left him out there for eight more innings. Like, I feel like if Casemiro is injured, you don't wait till the 80th to sub him off when you're yeah. getting beat. Yeah, Maybe awesome. after two, yeah. you take him off and say, okay. Um, so I he could actually be injured, and I don't want to say he isn't. Mm-hmm. But if he is injured, then I think Ten Hog probably yeah. managed that a little poorly. It was interesting
0: that they also didn't. We're used to this sort of a common theme in the last since the World Cup is when United are. Facing maybe like a tactical disadvantage or a player disadvantage or something, Ten Hag has had a lot of instances where he makes like really smart yeah. tweaks and changes to the lineup and the and the and and the approach to the game. He didn't do that at all. Like honestly. No, he ran out
1: basically the same squad. That he played, basically yeah. castle, he right?
0: basically let them get their ass beat. And I wonder if at a certain point and that was almost on purpose. Like yeah. I wonder if he wanted them to sort of like he sort of left them to their own devices. At some point, I think mm-hmm. um, it doesn't mean that. He got his tactics right to begin with.
1: Um, no, like, I mean, he's not faultless, obviously. You don't lose 7-0 and say the manager did a great job. But
0: no. but uh, I, I do wonder if there was some element once they were like 3-0 down. Yeah, If he's like, a lot of these are individual errors. I mean, so many people had terrible games. Obviously, I said Casimir didn't. I don't think he completed a single tackle. Which is crazy for him because he's been like maybe their best player this season.
1: Yeah, I mean his passing. Oh, well, that's not loose. true. Rashford
0: right had, but you know one. He was of... at forty percent passing at halftime. Wild. And yeah, it got up to like sixty. And they played okay before in the <laughs> in the first half. Yeah. Um. But Luke Shaw had one of the worst games I've ever seen. He looked like Jose Mourinho. Luke Shaw, it's like giving the ball mm-hmm. away. A couple of awful clearances that resulted in big chances and goals. Lissandro Martinez got embarrassed by Mosala on the third call <laughs> yeah. He got he got put in the blender. Um, and then, now everyone's reminded why they thought he couldn't play in the Premier League, even though it had nothing to do yeah, with one, his height.
1: One game, they're like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, Martinez could never play in the
0: and it had nothing to do with his height, why he got in. Makes a like it's the same like, height as him, like one the, <laughs> the League All year, yeah. De Gea didn't have a good game. I mean, none of the goals, I don't think any of the single goals you'd be like, Oh, De Gea fucked up there, but he, yeah, you know, maybe on a good day, he saves one or two of those.
1: Yeah, I think there's a couple Probably where not, I'm like, but... De Gea could have done better, but not great. De Gea has to do better. He didn't
0: do great right. on the second for Gakbo goal, but I mean, it's like, we're yeah. splitting hairs a little bit. It's not really his fault yeah. that they lost by seven. Yeah, nobody really had a good, like, uh, they only had Fred got cut out on the first goal. Liverpool only had a 3xg, so. <laughs> uh, But anyway, all that is all this is to say that I... I actually think United are going to be fine. I'm not going to overreact to that, even though it's pretty great, and I have loved every second of it. Um, to see them embarrassed again was just like a nice reminder of how much fun we've had with them in the last five six years yeah. of being terrible. Um, but I do think they'll rebound. Betis, meanwhile, I, you know, I do worry about their, you know, proficiency in front of goal right now. Borja Inglés is actually their leading scorer in the in La Liga. Mm -hmm. so um maybe they won't miss fakir as much as in previous seasons when they didn't have you know a running mate with him
1: but fakir does also add a lot of creativity creativity, yeah Yeah.
0: so i mean that's going to be tough but uh they have also shown the ability recently to you know put up some good some some more defensive performances Mm -hmm. like obviously they did they just shut out five they before they shut out madrid they'd conceded Five goals in three matches, but mm. and they gave up four to Vigo, but they showed something, I think, in the resolve of shutting out Madrid um, yeah. in a kind of more defensive performance in the nil nil over the weekend. So I wonder if they can replicate like portions of that.
1: Yeah. And they looked really good at times in that game on the counter, uh-huh. which is something that you don't see often from Pellegrini. He against big teams, he tends to try to push it. A lot yeah, he wants and to say like you. let's go get the goal quick. Let's go get a, a quick goal, maybe two goals and really put the pressure on them. Uh-huh. And against Madrid, he's allowed Madrid to get sucked into Betis and try to hit him on the counter. Mm-hmm. And I think if they play that way, they definitely have a chance because their back line is very good. Yeah. Right. Um,
0: even and... though they have conceded at times this season. Yeah.
1: It can be very good, I should say. It's yeah, kind of yeah. it's been inconsistent, but when they play well, they can shut it, they can shut down teams like Madrid, which means they can shut down United. Sure. Right. Um. Madrid
0: have not been scoring this in general recently. Yeah, but they're um, still Madrid. Right? Yeah, they're still Madrid. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um. And so when I you bet i like you need to adapt your play style, especially with Vic here being out. You cannot be the team with the initiative in this game. Uh huh. I don't think. I just don't think you can compete with United on a man to man basis in that way. Yeah. Especially because yeah. they play the same formation. Like they play when they try to push forward. They're going to play similar to how Ten Hag wants to play. And United have better players right now.
0: This could Um, be one of the more interesting tactical ones. Yeah. See if there's like typical ten hog adjustments. We'll see if Veghorst plays as the six, maybe, or maybe as a center back. Yeah. Um I
1: would love to see a center back bag horse.
0: Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised to see if they're like leading in a big game. Yeah. Just like throw them in the box. Like it's like the reverse PK. Yeah. You know, when they're trailing. (laughs) And they send Guardiola sends PK up to to be striker. Anyway, we've talked too much about this. What do you think is gonna happen?
1: I think United are gonna win this two to one i do think they bounce back i think i Hog has a,
0: a good understanding of
1: the culture yeah. of that team and can really reach these players but maybe joaquin comes in and at 41 scores a hat trick Love it. never know still the fact that he's playing is absurd
0: let's move on to the conference league
1: yeah so lazio and AZ, so we mentioned we won't talk about that game just a reminder yeah. it's already happened so go check the score yay, yay. good
0: job team
1: uh, Ak takes on West Ham United, who have been up and down and just lost four nothing to Brighton. <laughs> uh, very recently, did beat 9 force for nothing though. So,
0: yay. yay!
1: They're such a frustrating team. It's such a weird team. Yeah. I do wonder how long a leash David Moyes has right now. I feel I like
0: don't know how he's still in charge of that team. <laughs> I they have their players are so much better than the results yeah. they've been getting. I mean. I know he had quite a two years there, but usually in the Premier League, the the, the leash is a lot shorter than this, mm-hmm. um, especially when you're dealing with relegation, like that would f- so damage the club, given that they finally decided two years in Europe means they could spend a little money. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah I, I wonder, like, I don't, it's tough, like Moyes before he had this like group of underdogs. You know, he had a couple of key players, but mostly was getting, like, team performances out of them. Mm-hmm. Now I wonder if you bring in, like, a different caliber of player that's not really his strength, you know? Mm-hmm. His best teams at Everton were always that sort of scrappy um, style, and then, you know, the transition to United was really difficult for him. They didn't really give him much of a chance, but that's still, like, he hasn't had a great track record of moving up um, with the caliber of player and playing style. So I I do wonder if it's, like, he's done a great job there and wonder if it's just the natural time at some point to bring in a more progressive coach who can deal with these players better yeah um, sometimes
1: managers just run their course and yeah I know things haven't been easy this season with all the injuries and I mean just look at their list right now of injuries uh for potentially just this game you have Kufal, Kerr, Antonio, Cornette, Fabianski all potentially missing the game
0: yeah
1: right and so yeah it's been tough from an injury perspective but they should have the, the depth to be able to
0: anyway plays in the in the European games
1: yeah well i was just reading off the list of just yeah. guys who have been dealing with injuries right yeah. like, uh but it's just they should still have the depth to avoid a relegation battle like this is a really, exactly, really embarrassing season. Yeah, really
0: really bad. I, it's every week you're like, surely they're gonna they're gonna play better. And then and then the, one out of three it, weeks maybe they get a result. They, yeah.
1: it keeps so. looking like they're gonna turn a corner. Like they get those results against Donovan Forest. And you're like, yeah. oh, West Ham, they'll win again. Like they'll get like three out of five on the bounce and push past. But yeah. Yeah. That being said, this, this is AK. A-K. So you <laughs> know the big thing we were talking about with AK in the last round uh-huh. was that they don't lose in Cyprus. Well, they've gone and lost back-to-back games in Cyprus. They lost to Apollon in and AEL in yeah. So maybe that magic in Cyprus has washed up now. And they Call definitely... It washed up, bro? Yeah, I did.
0: Because
1: <gasps> they are one of the oldest teams in Europe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they are still very, very good at home. I'm beating in the last 12 home games. Yeah. But I, just, I really struggle seeing them against a team like West Ham. Yeah. yeah.
0: Will they put, put in a performance? Maybe. Will they still lose? Probably. Yeah.
1: They can be very... Tough to break down defensively. Yeah. So I don't expect West Ham to go to Cyprus and get like five or six. Yeah. The way they might in the return leg.
0: Yeah.
1: So I have this I still have West Ham winning this 2-1 with like a late second, like it's a counter goal. I think it's just like 2-0. Okay. I could see that. I just have AK getting one against the run of play. Yeah. All
0: right.
1: All right. Let's move on to another big team in the competition. Anderlecht. <laughs> I'm kidding. It's Villarreal. Best Villarreal fun. are playing Anderlecht. Uh this is gonna be a really interesting game because it's you know the stoppable force. That is Villarreal's attack and the against the movable
0: objects. Really movable <laughs> objects. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Villarreal have 28 goals in La Liga this year. That's the same as Almeria, who are in 18th place.
0: That's a night. I would hazard a sort of guess to say that their xG is quite a bit higher than that. Yeah, I mean uh, that
1: they can drop tons of goals against teams. They scored nine against Santa Almala in the Cup, five against Cartag- Cartagena. Four against Leck, four against Hadjik Split. Yeah, they're a weird. Five too. against Austria VN. But Anderlecht's defense has been awful. They haven't kept a clean sheet since January uh, and just look bad too. Yeah, right. Like, and I
0: think, I think you'd say for Villarreal too that this is probably sitting in sixth right now. Yeah. There's seven points off fourth. Mm-hmm. Given that they spent, I think, the net most in La Liga this summer, mm-hmm. I think you'd have to call this a disappointing season. Obviously, it's tough. They lost their manager. Got poached. Yeah. To, got poached to Villa. Mm-hmm. And I think there were like they were struggling. There were some a signs little, before, a little bit before then, but
1: not as much. Right. Like I yeah. do think losing Emery has been a huge blow for them because I think he was the guy who could have, yeah, like helped sustain them through the rough patches. Yeah.
0: But their points per game right now is not I think what they would have expected. Having finally, uh, you know, splurged on some some
1: yeah. players. Um, and they're in a spot where they need to play well in the league too, so they can't necessarily just run their full squad. Yeah, out against these teams, but
0: that said, they're going to be underlecht. They should.
1: <laughs> I have it. the fun thing I think if you want to watch Anderlecht is to look out for Yari Vasharin, 21 year old, probably going to get a big move soon, if not over the summer, probably the year after. Uh, seeing him against teams like Bill I think will really help you understand what type of team he could be moving to next, where he could be taking his next step. So, big game for him as an individual, but I can't see Anderlecht.
0: I actually disagree. I think the, the I think the player to look out for on Anderlecht is Jan Vertonghen. Oh yeah, um, he's he leading, leading the back line. Um, he scored in the last fixture, European fixture. Look for him to get a goal here. Totally forgot um, he <laughs> Yeah, look for him to get a header uh, off a corner mm-hmm. in this one. Um, and I agree with you that it's going to be a three-one VRL. Yeah, how old is he? Thirty-five. younger than I thought. I know, right? Yeah, I've he's only been gone a couple of years. Yeah,
1: you said three-one. Yeah, yeah, three-one as well. All right. Next game is Sheriff against Nice. Nice. Nice have been so good under Didier Degas. Degas, Degard? Degas, Degas? Something. It's something French. Something. Uh, they've won six out of eight since he took over. They've beaten Haven't lost. Haven't lost. They beat Mont away, Monaco away, Lille, and Marseille. Uh, they can play in so many different ways. They're
0: Convincingly, damp- too.
1: Yeah, convincingly too. They've beaten all these teams. It's not like oh they're just scraping results like, and they can adapt to their opponents really really well. Like they've come out tons of different formations, tons of different styles of play against these teams. So don't I can't sit here and tell you Nice are going to play this way, but I can tell you they'll probably play really really well.
0: Yeah, sure looks just like it. In. And Sheriff since they got rid of Delort,
1: yeah. oh, God, I really I told you I hate Delort. I don't know why. It's because he's bad at soccer. <laughs> But I have this going down as a three-one for Nice.
0: Pepe is out apparently this week. Oh, that that could hurt. Aaron Ramsey is out. No. Oh, oh no, he's been
1: playing really well since the World Cup. He's out too. Um, I literally had it in my notes that Aaron Ramsey's been really. Are good. they going to
0: play in Transnistria? I don't know what's going to happen.
1: For, um, for... let's see if they've been, they have to have announce where it is. So
0: yeah, Sheriff. Sure. I don't know what to expect from Sheriff. Every time I think Sheriff is, like, cooked or something, they put in, like, the performance of their lives. They're playing in just an hour. I, I don't think... I'm pretty sure the Tirisfil Stadium doesn't fit oh, Okay.
1: UEFA uh, regulations. I, feel, I swear that I've seen them play in that stadium, but... Probably in qualifiers. Yeah, it might fit qualifiers, you're, you're and then right. once you get yeah, to get yeah. on, it probably isn't fine.
0: I don't know what to... It's Like, when you start going to Moldova again... I mean, they they bossed around Partizan, too. I don't know. I just don't know. I don't feel good saying... They're going to get their ass beat here. I think I'm going to stick with 2-1. Okay. Nice.
1: Yeah, I just think these have been in such good form. I can't yeah, I either. agree. It's, it's just
0: hard to... Uh, it, uh, I, yeah. I, just can't, I can't do Sheriff like that, you know? No, I, mean?
1: I get that. The Sheriff beat... They... Almost beat Real that one time. I can't right? do so, Well, they did
0: beat Real. Oh, yeah. They,
1: they did beat. Sorry. And the Bernabeo. Yeah. yeah. So,
0: with they have none of the same players, though. But it was only like two years it ago. It was a year and a half ago. Yeah. Literally not one of the players is, is the same. Yeah. It's I, incredible. <laughs> they but were they, actually, they were mostly gone just three months later in that yeah. January window. They still look pretty good, though.
1: So, yeah. hard to look past Sheriff. Hard to look at Sheriff and say, like, they're going to lose.
0: All right. Um, so, uh, Basil, and, Basil and Bratislava. Oh,
1: Bratislava. This is anyone's the, guess here. <laughs> yeah. This is the first of the three o'clock games. You say anyone's guess, but they did play in the group stage, if you remember. And uh-huh. Slaven won a game and drew a game, there you so go. maybe they have the upper hand. I don't know. Uh, likely no Kuchka for Bratislava, which is I think really important. He is the only player on the team with European experience. Hmm. You know he's gone deeper in the Europa League, and I'm pretty sure he was on the Milan team still when they played United in the Europa League. And so you know he's been into the
0: later rounds, but. Basel have been playing really, really well. They Finally turned their form around. Yeah, uh, since they lost one 0 away to Trabzonspor,
1: really and since beat it in, in five. Really since we started being like, oh man, Shitting Basel is so yeah. bad.
0: Uh, they, but they haven't been that good.
1: No, but they heard what we were saying and they picked it up. They,
0: they, 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 they beat Trabs in that game. Yeah, but that could have that you know there's a like, goal disallowed for Trabzonspor. They would have put him back ahead. That could have gone either way. Yeah, they uh, drew Lugano. They beat St Gallen by one. Mm-hmm. They beat Luzern by one <laughs> like it's not been that remarkable a turnaround
1: but lugano and st Gallen, the two teams they drew are third and fourth in the league right yeah and so there's like
0: hardly any gap between
1: like yeah i mean they're only now very very quickly they've turned it around and are only five points off of the champions league spot in second uh-huh and then you know, they there's have only to get 12
0: it. points between second and 10th of the yeah. league which is the whole I think, well, the entire league so.
1: i'm trying to remember how the swiss league works and i'm pretty sure it splits in half after like mm. 30 after 27 oh, games maybe it? 30 games i don't really yeah. i don't remember exactly how many games but then they'll play another double round robin and then they have their championship playoff so yeah it's a lot basel are still kind of in it uh that being said i don't think they're substantially they should be substantially better than Bratislava, but i still based on how basel have been in this competition can't convincingly pick them so i'm gonna go 2 two
0: i'm gonna take them two one at home okay
1: uh, this one, two teams that we should all be a little more familiar with at this point, <laughs> Fiorentina and Sivaspor. Fiorentina coming off a great performance against Milan winning one, nothing Their I'm going to use kind of a football term, but they're, they're back seven, right? So their defense and their midfield looked great against Milan. They controlled the midfield. Their defense didn't allow anything to come through them. Uh, Igor and Dodo in particular looked incredible. It looked like they were, they could win a world cup together. That's how good they were. Uh, Fiorentina, though, you know, they should be able to get this result, but the emphasis there should. I still don't trust them because of their inconsistent finishing and their lack of. Well, they have, their quality. finishing
0: hasn't been that inconsistent recently.
1: Yeah, it's been picked up. they it's banging in goals. In the conference league. And against Milan. They, go, they got two goals against Milan. I know, right? it's pretty yeah. good. <laughs>
0: yeah. Probably, they created... I think that was
1: more than their XG was. Maybe by like 0.2, <laughs> like they created a good amount of chances. i uh,
0: say it. Sport sucks. 4 0.
1: Yeah. Uh, I have it 2 0. Civisport bad. I think. Civisport yeah, is like two points off relegation. Yeah. Uh, I just don't trust Fiorentina that much yet. Yeah. They still have to show me a little more before
0: I trust them. But also, it's Civisport and yeah. they're bad. They might be the worst team in the competition. But, <laughs> but Fiorentina
1: are also getting some of the injured wingers back. Like uh, Nico Gonzalez seems to have finally picked his form back up. So Teal is kind of back into the fold. So. Jovic Maybe. is loving life in the conference league. Oh yeah, he's been so good in the conference, and he league. scored
0: against Milan, didn't
1: he? He did. He scored a little header. How was that for you? Uh, it was tough to watch, <laughs> <laughs>
0: but
1: it is what it is. All right, let's move on to Ghent and Besiktas here, who are substantially better than Sivaspor in their domestic league. Yes, so or can Besiktas? Cannot. I cannot. I cannot,
0: I cannot state this more clearly for everybody. Sivaspor are terrible. Yeah. I've been saying it the entire competition. I don't know how they got through the group stage. <laughs> yeah, and they got they topped their group in the group stage. I too. don't know how. <laughs> yeah, uh, they're so bad. <laughs>
1: even watching the group stage, we kept being like, oh, Sivasspor are not going to terrible. This. <laughs> how
0: do they even they, get through? They I know they through had a, all is amazing. Dude.
1: I know they had a weaker group, but man, yeah, that was yeah, that was a surprise and a half. Uh but let's move on to another Turkish team. Let's talk about Besiktas here who are good. They're okay. Yeah, they've been not exceptional since the league got back, but yeah. I think most of the Turkish teams outside of Sivaspor have done enough in this competition for me to kind of give them the benefit of the doubt. They look good against the groups against bad teams, and yeah. Ghent
0: are, have been a bad team. They're not that bad.
1: They're they're you know they've climbed.
0: They're only one point off the the champion, the top four championship. Yeah, but team. they also should have gone out against Karabag. Karabag definitely
1: created way more, had way more chances. And not way more, but they were a little they were better. carbach should have had at least a three goal lead after the first leg, in my opinion. Uh but, missed a
0: penalty. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And just created a ton too. But yeah, again, they got the result, so maybe there's a chance here. And it's in Belgium first. So I'm gonna go one one in this game, but I still think Basakcha here should easily cruise in Turkey past Kent.
0: Yeah, I think one one's fair. All right.
1: And our last game, probably the biggest game in all of Europe this this year? You know it. Maybe. Uh Lech Paulson is going to take on Gardens, who are playing competitive matches again. Hipster matchup of the week. I don't know if it is, because it probably won't be very entertaining. I don't know. Jurgardens off to a nice little start. Yeah, against teams from <laughs> second and third years. <laughs>
0: Don't say that. Yeah. What Don't was the. spoiler for them. Didn't
1: they beat one team like 9-1 or something? They beat in... somebody 6-1. 6-1? What's the 6-1? Okay. 6-1. That's
0: not so bad. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's the pretty good result. But again, uh, these are not good teams that they're playing in the cup right now. No. And I think Lech should be able to take advantage of the fact that Jurgen's defense will have played three games together. So we know they lost Hein. They lost Ekdahl. Right. So they've had a lot of moving parts in that back line throughout and also, the year uh, and... also
0: Leck has the big boy mikhail Ishak. yeah who uh swedish right swedish baby yeah gonna do Doing it against his own. home country yeah uh did he ever who did he play
1: for in sweden he had to play in sweden Who
0: we play for now <laughs> for the oh, any given thursday <laughs> round of who we play for we uh, need our own chuck dude it is that would be the hardest thing at yeah, the conference league who we play for oh my god he played for assi riska at, oh sure at, in sweden yes that's one Before of my, he got his move. That's one of my faves in Sweden.
1: Moved actually. right from there to Koln. So. Oh, wow. Yeah, pretty big move. But, yeah, Bobby's I think he's, all a, he's a difference maker in games like these. And he's been I, great in
0: the conference league. Yeah, I expect, him, league to league, show up.
1: I expect him to show up again. He's, yeah. I think uh, he can make a difference. He's big. He's strong. He's surprisingly fast. Uh, he's got good technique. And I have luck like winning 2 nothing at home.
0: I think it's going to be a two-one at home. Okay, this is a tough one to predict because we have not watched. We have not seen Gardens Cup games. Jur Gardens hasn't basically hasn't played a com- real competitive match. Yeah, <laughs> so we have no idea. Yeah, we'll see.
1: So well, thank you. Bodo didn't we'll handle see. it well. Bodo did not handle it well. Bodo looked so rusty.
0: But you know, Jur Gardens are are also runners up in a Nordic League from yeah. last season. <laughs> so who knows? Yeah, they're still a talented team. Yeah, yeah, anything could happen. Yeah, they've Any- done it. Given Thursday, any given Thursday can happen, but only on Thursday. And also, when we release pods on Wednesday and Friday, but also sometimes
1: on Tuesday because the tournament takes place on a Tuesday now. Yeah, yeah, why not? Because why not? Because why not? Let's just put Lazio Feinord on a Tuesday. But anyway, thank you for joining us and listening to what we have to say. And we know you could be doing better things with your life. But if you enjoy, you do better
0: things while listening to the podcast. That's true. I do better things with my life while listening to the podcast all the time. Mostly about sports.
1: We're men. We can multitask.
0: <laughs> we're, we're men. We can multitask. I'm actually not good at multitasking.
1: No, I think men are notorious I for think, their inability to multitask. I think
0: women are uh, – yeah. like, actually – studies have shown that they're much better at multitasking generally at smarter and better at everything yeah um but they can't host this fucking podcast because we're because we did it first yeah uh and no if you know a woman that wants to come on the show please let us know please Where let us is... know we're just gonna talk to them. <laughs> we love man explaining <laughs> uh, yeah. look look if you meet a woman who can talk about Lek Poznan like we can <laughs> About Ishak, the that is the girl that the best I, goal scorer in the Polish league. That is a girl I need in my life. I know, buddy. I know, but you need the love of a good Polish
1: someone, based yes. woman, someone who can talk to me about the Polish second tier. That's what I want in my life. But if you've enjoyed everything before the last minute and a half, please like,
0: smash that bell,
1: comment, subscribe, leave us a five star rating on Spotify or Apple. I don't uh, really follow us on network. stuff. Yeah, we Call have us in the middle of we the have night. a Twitter. Yeah, Max's phone number is... <laughs> yeah, uh, I, don't, I don't know it. I have it save as a
0: contact. David doesn't know anything. Yeah. He's a man. <laughs> uh, and that'll wrap up the show. Goodbye.
1: Uh, cheers to... Oh, yeah. Uh, uh um,
0: who's the... Who had a good
1: manager. result? Oh, no, let's do, let's do Italiano. You know, it was Fiorentina's mm. biggest result of the year.
0: Yeah, all Right.
1: Yeah, no one else, I feel like, really pops to mind. So, cheers oh, to Italiano. Mm. Cheers to whoever manages lack, because I don't remember their name offhand. Yeah, Yeah. Woo! Bye.